Ballet Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. Hey, babes. Hi, babes. <laughs> okay. Oh. We have not recorded for a while, have we? Been a little lax. And it's been great because so many people have got in touch <laughs> saying, where are you? We miss your voices. We I miss know. your chat. We dropped out of the Argentinian comedy charts. I got an email oh. about that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. You Please may stay have... with us, Argentina. <laughs> you may have noticed we haven't recorded that recently, but there's a very good reason. Bloody COVID. Yes. Okay. I'm just, we're going to get this out there. We're going to okay. get the science out there. I am now fully vaxxed, fully vaxxed and good to go. Or so I thought mm. after my second shot. And I just, disclaimer, we believe in science. We don't believe in like, on this podcast, we believe in science. <laughs> we don't believe in like science class or like chemistry. About, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, doing like your your science A-level. I barely scraped my GCSEs in science. Oh my it was God, a I real struggle. <laughs> such a struggle. So I got my second shot of Pfizer, wiser with Pfizer, as yep. I've always said. Pfizer for Fraser. Mm-hmm. And the next day didn't feel so great, as expected, fine, whatever. Yep. Felt better, great. But about a week later, I tell you what, this old immune system really powered up. <laughs> I, I had about 10 days of feeling gross, nauseous, weird headaches. Right tired just all kinds of things and I, i'm feeling so much better now go get your shots everyone we believe in science but not well, science a levels but my appetite's still not fully there oh i know well you you are always someone that's have a your your immune system's always been a tricky little devil anyway hasn't it mm. so i feel like maybe this is really this was a real test for it i know exactly <laughs> i i genuinely think it's because i was reading the um in just the science newspaper that i read yeah the shots are so strong because <laughs> they really want them to work right so when your your immune system reacts quite strongly so i think that's what happens when you said the the science newspaper i thought of some reason the fun day times do you remember that the easter come the kids version of the time sunday times the fun day times i was a member <laughs> of the fun day times uh, fun club or whatever it was called oh my god i love that tell you what sunday we would go to Egyptian grandma's house, right. swim in that pool with the chlorine that was a bit too strong and probably burnt <laughs> through my skin. Sunday lunch after where there'd be lots of like silent mind games going on. <laughs> and then I would lie in one of her rugs and I would read the Sunday Times uh, style section and the fun day times. <laughs> well, on that note. How are you? <laughs> on that note of celebrating you. Oh. There's also something a little bit fun happening today. What mm -hmm. is that, Ben? It's my birthday. It's your birthday. I'm not going to sing happy birthday because it is technically one of the worst songs ever written. Up there with Billie Jean. 100%. <laughs> Billie Jean, Summer of 69, happy birthday. None of them ever hey want to hear that. Hey, uh, oh my God. <laughs> so in honor of you mm -hmm. um, and honor of your topic today, I did buy this champagne from uh, the supermarket that you're going to be discussing in your segment so that's how i came to the decision of this champagne doyard is the only one that they had in ear one wow so we're gonna open oh the champagne gosh, so exciting have a little Cause, sip because i did say to you oh <laughs> i did say to you i've not had that one before yeah i knew you I, I, <laughs> don't get that on your laptop because we've had issues we've already had tech issues come on <laughs> 
Yeah, I could I could feel your your snob snob dog going off thinking I'd bought something like. Can you not shitty. pour it over like the soundboard? <laughs> don't make me laugh. Now I'm shaking. Why am oh, I holding you. the bottle like this? I don't know. It's like I'm a pirate. Happy birthday. Thank Cheers. you. Mm. What's been going on with you? Um, I feel like everything's... Be- I mean, I've had the COVID vaccine. I'm fully vaxxed. Yeah. I've been to fucking Seattle and New York because I'm fully vaxxed. And now it's my birthday. What is going on <laughs> with you? Well, I'm half vaxxed, so I'm in the in-between stage at the mm, moment. I remember that. Yeah. And I also had Pfizer. Pfizer for Fraser. Wiser with Pfizer. <laughs> Wiser with Fraser's Pfizer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had my vaccination, my first one. I have also moved house, and mm. I am now in Silver Lake. Yep. Um, and I can definitely tell you that in my new neighborhood, everyone is a million times hotter. Oh, upgrade. Upgrade. There's also a lot of, I now live in Silver Lake, so there's a lot of like, I mean, I, I dread to use the word hipster because it's such a kind of, we're living in a post-hipster world, but there's a lot of fanning around going on in my neighborhood. Mm. So the other day I was just going for a walk and these two girls were just getting a lassoing lesson in the park. So they had a, an instructor and then like a fake bull's head on the ground and these two girls in like overalls and you know kind of like dungarees and being like oh yeah they were just having a lasso lesson that that's fascinating because <laughs> i feel like that's a theme and activity we haven't had yet yeah you know is there is there like a th- like a throwback vintage cow <laughs> cowboy and girl weekend is yeah. that what it is I, that's what it looked like but it was very odd because they were just doing it in the park in silver lake yeah shall we do some feedback mm. Okay, we've had Megan in Salt Lake getting in touch from the home, well, all about the homecoming episode. She Mm. said, thoroughly enjoying Fraser's description of homecoming. Also, I was homecoming queen my senior year and totally wore jeans under my dress for the crowning. Very 2004. I mean, very Hilary Duff. I mean, Mm -hmm. wow. She said it was a green cotton tube dress that was mid-thigh and then I wore jeans and fake pearls. It was a look. And then I did inquire about her choice of heel because I thought maybe like a pointy stiletto yes. under that jean. She Poking says, out. yeah, or poke, just really like teasing. Um, she said, I believe I had a chunky heel. Ooh, a, a mid, a mid chunky. I hope so. Oh, fair enough. Well, on the theme of homecoming, uh, angel investor Teddy uh, messaged us and says, the only thing I remember from my high school's homecoming was the Booster Squad, which was a cheerleading group of black students who did step and, step and stomp dance routines. As a closeted pre-gay, I would fully zone out for the basketball game and then immediately come to when the Booster Squad game came out at halftime. They were incredible. We also maybe had a picnic. <laughs> oh yeah, because we discussed the possibility of a picnic. Supposedly. Booster Squad, I love that. Booster Squad. Sounds good. Booster Squad. They're going to boost your spirit. Boop, 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 boop. And, then, and then I just feel like the music from Space Jam would start. Absolutely. <laughs> or, well, with every, every cheerleading song has to start with, Y'all ready for this, right? Oh, that's that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Oh, I will also say that uh, podcast nemesis Michael just uh, on the phone just casually told me that I got everything about homecoming wrong. <laughs> oh, but that's interesting because he texted that to me as well, and I was just trying to find Great. that in my phone. Well, it's so- good that he called us. He called me and texted you to tell me I was wrong. That's that's fantastic. Wow. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, and then I said, and then I said something along the lines of like, you know, you can do feedback through the official channels. And he's like, no, I think I, I think I do enough or something along the lines. Oh, he's done enough for us. But Thanks, Michael. Bit, but meanwhile, he's done two bespoke messages separately to us. <laughs> bespoke wow. messages slash personal attacks. <laughs> well, while you're looking, um, I've got another one from 
uh, core listener Charlie. She says, I can't believe you had a whole conversation about Ribena and failed to mention hot Ribena. And then in brackets, the best way to drink it. No, we did. But did you cut it from the episode? Did we talk about hot Ribena? We did. I don't I... even remember us talking about Ribena. Oh, we remember because we, we talked about maybe having like a, a boozy, a boozy beanie. Oh, I cut that bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> boozy beanie. I think I cut that. Oh, that, I can't remember. That was just my pitch for having Ribena with some vodka in it, like in a slushy. Yeah. I feel like, tell you what, UK, go mad for that. Yeah. This summer, you do it. And one final piece of feedback mm-hmm. was from George. Uh, he sent us a voice note oh, about Homecoming. We so. love we love when people just tap into the audio visual. Just yeah. you go for it. Let's Strap yourself this. in for this one. Hey guys, this is George. I wanted to weigh in on the Homecoming of it all as I actually was on Homecoming Court. Um, my school did it kind of differently. It was really weird. We only had a Homecoming Queen. So the the candidates for homecoming queen got to pick their escort and then you the man the boys who were on their escorts got to be on the homecoming court and that was me so i escorted out um this girl emily who now has like seven tip children um to on during the football game which is when our school did the crowning which is the football game on friday which is the homecoming game what i wanted to talk about was spirit week which is the week leading up to it which is really crazy, and it has, like, themed days. One day might be, like, pajama day, and everyone wears their pajamas to school, and, like, one day might be, like, gender flip day, and you can, like, wear dresses the opposite gender, which is, of course, very problematic. There was, like, a hallway decorating contest between all the grades, so, like, freshmen versus sophomores versus juniors versus seniors, and, yeah, and the dance was really stupid, and no one went uh, because the crowning happened at the football game, not at the dance, but, yeah. That's my story about homecoming. Oh no, that's no, that's silly. In terms of like format, doing the crowning at the game, then expecting people to go to the dance, silly. You've got to keep that reveal right to the end, or have like an extra reveal or something else. Do you know what I mean? I feel like all of the homecoming feedback, all it's done is raise more questions. So it's many not questions. answered anything. <laughs> I mean, I I like that I got an idea, a, a flash into what Megan was wearing, but Teddy's booster squad. I mean, George talking about I. Spirit Week, different grades, whole decorating contest. Who's got the time? Who's I got swear the, to God. Who's got the time or materials I for remember, this? I feel like at school, I used to be so tired. I used to be so tired. Like, get up, go to school. And then I feel like at like 3.30 or whatever it was that we used to finish school, I feel like I used to just leave and then go home. Like, who's got the time to decorate a hallway? Well, you know, I would go home and I'd have a nap. A nap yeah. until dinner, because I was just exhausted. Yeah, I feel like I used to go home and eat, like, a pre-dinner dinner, which oh, yeah. is, like, a full meal at, like, five o'clock, mm-hmm. and then just sit and watch TV until dinner time. Mm. American people are decorating hallways and spirit week this and picnic that and jeans under dresses this. I mean, I obviously did channel all my time, energy, and crafting into, and spirit, some might say, into being a house captain. Have I ever told you about that? Yes, you did. We can talk about that another time. Yeah, please. Still in my top 10 most proud moments of my life. Okay, and as ever, we are going to do an American topic where we decide the UK equivalent and a UK topic where we decide the American equivalent. Ben is first with the American topic. What have you got for me, babe? Well, thank you for that beautiful... Wait, have we cleared that track that you just sung? It's the original composition. (laughs) No way, what do you (laughs) like? Okay, we've already teased it, but you have moved house. 
you've moved to Silver Lake. Mm -hmm. And in Silver Lake is a very special supermarket that stocks this one type of champagne that we're drinking that I've never seen before. It could be <laughs> fake. However, I am going to be talking about Ear One. Ear One. Ear One. First of all, I will say how dare you. This cost me $65, this champagne. So appreciate Whoa. the taste of it. <laughs> and what I will also I say. I like it now. No, wait, wait. No, now I like it. Got <laughs> Cool. Like it now. Oh, Ear One. Ear One. Now spell Ear One for me. Uh, E-R-E-W-H-O-N. No. Oh, hmm. What a clumsy and awkward word. Mm -hmm. Why is that? You tell me. Because it's nowhere spelt backwards. It's actually, it's actually not. Look at that word. Look at it backwards. Nowhere. Nowhere. Okay. Because I feel like that's a fact that you've been like just spewing out with venom for quite a while. I've been furious you're, about you're, it. Your one's uh, nowhere backwards. It turns out it isn't. But uh, what the hell you, is it called? That but then? I tell you what, what it is. Okay. The name Irwan is derived from the 1872 satirical novel Irwan by Samuel Butler. In the novel Irwan, an anagram of nowhere, is a utopia in which individuals are responsible for their own health. Oh, so it's an anagram of nowhere. Yeah, but also is a, 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 a for a place, a utopia where people are responsible for their own health. I tell you what, that sounds like America, doesn't it? Um... No universal health care. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, we are political today well, we're we? doing it okay ear one it is an upscale luxury supermarket concept <sighs> okay there are only six of them all in the la area yep i'm just gonna read the description of it it's a California luxury supermarket chain with six locations. I've already said that. Irwan focuses on niche, locally produced organic foods, catering to a wealthy clientele and offering foods appealing to raw, vegan, keto, kosher, and other alternative diets. It is known for offering <laughs> products that are often expensive and exclusively sold at Irwan. Wow. Yeah. Something a little problematic about describing kosher as an alternative. I know. Like, I think it's just, that's a religious based diet, which mm -hmm. you shouldn't say is like alternative lifestyle, but okay. So essentially there are six of them in LA and there are nowhere else. <laughs> and in some ways it makes sense that it only exists. Oh, absolutely. In LA. It's such a dumb supermarket. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to tell well, me? Well, I'm just going to tell you, do you want to hear? Because obviously, as you can tell by my exasperation so far, that I find this place infuriating. Era One is technically my local supermarket. I know it, it is. It is the nearest one within a proximity that I could even walk to, let alone drive to. It is my nearest supermarket. I'm furious. Mm. It is a really annoying supermarket to have as your local. It's like when I, it was an even worse situation than when I used to live five minute walk from Gelson's. Yeah. You don't do your big shop at Gelson's. No, exactly. You don't dare do your big shop at Ear One. I, 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 you, you couldn't. I honestly don't know how I could because no. they don't sell anything I could eat. Just some things in some mason jars <laughs> and like a purple cauliflower. Yeah. Just then maybe, and some tinctures that I could put under my tongue to like stop mm. myself from dying. Right. I went today and I did a little field trip. Here I am in the parking lot of Ear One. Um, every good LA story starts with the parking lot and just the parking situation. I will say that every time I've, I've been here, this is maybe my third or fourth time, there's always space and I do appreciate that. People outside of LA, that might not make sense to you, but just having somewhere to park, it really, it's just, oh, it's beautiful. 
so yeah, this very modern industrial parking structure. I, I love the fact that it overlooks other parts of Silver Lake that it's like shacks. I, I'm I'm sitting in my car looking out of the parking lot and I can see 100% what one might call a shack. I'm just having a quick look around at the other cars in the parking lot. I see a Range Rover. Oh, I see a, a little mini electric BMW. Just a lot of like, a lot of clean cars. Oh, another Range Rover. And a man in a cap and vest who I think is hip. We will see more of those hip people shortly. Oh, before we go inside, in terms of outfits, um, I'm wearing shorts, t-shirt, and my colourful Tiva sandals. They're the, really the statement piece of the look. Um, I highlight this because the looks in this of the customers in this store are a real thing. Last time I was here, a guy really gave me a shout out about the Tevas. He's like, cool Tevas, man. And at first I liked it, but then I looked at him and he seemed really annoying. And I was like, oh, I don't want that annoying guy to like my Tevas. So it was a real, it was a real hard, it's a real hard moment for me. Quick update, the guy I saw in the vest was also wearing Tevas. Okay, I'm inside. I hope you can all hear me through this mask. First thing to note, superb lighting. I mean, just, there's just things accented in terms of the lighting. There's some gorgeous tiles in the wall. There's, oh, it really is just a gorgeous dream. I know I'm in a supermarket, but I also would like the designer and interior design just to come and just do my house for me. My main thing today is, normally this is the sort of store you might just come and buy, you know, some bits, a couple of bits, but it's always good to come here with a focus. My focus is to try and get, sorry, there's a, there's a woman who looks like Saoirse Ronan carrying a wicker bag. Okay, yeah, my focus today is trying to find a housewarming gift for Fraser. Yeah, just a gorgeous, just a gorgeous little, you know, overpriced something for his house. It might be ed edible. Okay, I found your flowers, and they're very beautiful flowers, but they're, they're very twig-centric. You know, when you just buy some flowers, it's just like a bunch of twigs. And each bunch, the bunch I'm looking at is $42. Oh, there's something called Alyssa Goodman's thyroid juice. And it has celery in it. Fun fact, I once did an alkaline juice country. You had to make the juices yourself. And I, I made it to day two. And on day two, I had to pull over on the freeway and I vomited everywhere. Um, so I think it worked because it just got everything out of my system. Okay, I know I meant to be buying Fraser his house for me gift card, and I've just been distracted. I'm getting a basket, and I'm just going to get some bits for the house. Okay, I'm starting to panic now because I don't see anything that's Fraser appropriate. Just see someone else who looked like I describe her vibe as Silver Lake Witch. Okay, I feel better. I pulled myself together with the help of the just the gorgeous AC and the flattering lighting and just you know chill music. That's, that's playing at the moment, and I, I've, I've got a fun little bag of treats for Fraser. I think the key is, we're in Silver Lake. Fraser's essentially moved to Silver Lake. He's a Silver Lake bachelor now, and he just needs, like, the Silver Lake bachelor starter kit for his for his new apartment. So that's what I've done. I'm going to, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll walk through it. We'll do a live reveal on the episode, so get excited about that. Wow. Oh, yeah, I know. What an adventure. Essentially, I turned into your personal, your flustered personal shopper, <laughs> where I didn't know what to do or how to please you. Well, I have to say, I did visit that very air one uh, today oh. to buy you some things. Oh. <laughs> so I also, I can see your predicament because I was walking around there rolling my damn eyes at everything. Yeah, so I thought I'm excited much. to see what you've got me. 
I, okay, so there's nothing I would say traditionally gifty in here, but I've tried to put things in this bag. I didn't steal them. I bought them and put them in this bag uh, that I think you will use in your apartment. So okay. maybe you can just do one at a time, the okay. items, okay? Oh, my goodness, that is heavy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Item one. Oh, read, read this to us. Um, this is protein sticks. Sticks spelt S-T-I-X. S-T-I-X. Plant-based mesquite barbecue. They look like um, they look like kind of a twiglet mixed with a uh, cheese puff, like a thin cheese puff. They look good. Yeah, and also they were on sale, so I didn't feel bad. I feel like if you took if you took one bite and they were disgusting. Just says, just says plant-based. Doesn't say what it's made of. Plants. <laughs> Protein sticks, plants. Love it. Yep. I thought you could just like snack on those one evening. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I mean. <laughs> Next, we have an item which I have literally eaten maybe 20 boxes of at your house, which is a brand called Mary's Gone Crackers, which is a brand of seeded crackers, classic crackers. I think your husband, Jesse, buys these from Whole Foods. He does. And every time I dog sit, I eat the entire box and don't replace them. So they, I appreciate you buying me more they, of them. They are so dry and dense. Yep. And I chop <laughs> my way through them every time I'm looking after Fabio. Thank you. Okay. Lovely item, a Mrs. Myers hand wash. Uh, did you notice I had that in my bathroom? I did. So essentially, you put this in your bathroom cupboard, and you've got one there when you're I'm when ready you're to done. Go. Thank you. Yeah, because also I feel like a, a, like a really ridiculous hand wash you might scoff at, but Mrs. Myers solid. Ooh, an oat milk, mm -hmm. which is what the milk of my choice right now. It so that's is perfect. your milk of choice. Now this brand. Um, Whenever, say, I have to go to the shops to, to get something for Jesse, he'll be like, oh, can you get me, can you get me that milk? You know, the milk in the genie bottle. Yes, this is very much a genie bottle. Oh, and then to go with that, lovely, mm -hmm. lovely. Also in a genie bottle, same brand, cold brew. Lovely. Medium roast, bold and balanced cold brew. I always, always don't want to bother making coffee in the morning. So I really appreciate exactly. this. And you might not have worked out your coffee situation in your neighborhood yet. So it's good to have. And then oh, a Papa Steve's no drunk raw protein bar, peanut butter crunch, a new flavor. These yeah. are also something that I eat constantly at Ben's house. So thank you for providing me with one of them too. You're welcome. Also, I don't, that flavor is not for me, but I know you like a peanut butter. I do. I do. So I got it specially for you. Sounds good. I think, then, is that it? No, there's uh... Oh yes. <laughs> Finally, a rose water and glycerin hydrating facial mist. Dewy, radiant looking skin. Damask roses and glycerin. Wow, what is this? So this is just, you just hide it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you tell me how dewy I look. Don't get that near the equipment. Oh yeah. There you go. I think that's enough. Well, oh, lovely. How does that feel? Oh, it smells nice. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. I mean... I also bought you some presents from Irwan, <gasps> so should I should I present you with your gift too? Oh my too? god, we're doing a real Irwan. We are not getting paid by Irwan. <laughs> so just for the listeners, uh, off mic, uh, we did pause and we ate dinner. <laughs> and because it's Ben's birthday, I bought us some dessert. And you can't in Irwan, of course, buy a birthday cake because why would you be able to buy a whole cake? Because, oh no. you know, you can't do that. So I bought you some little sweet treats that we're going to nibble on. Hold on. Okay, so in lieu of getting you a birthday cake, I've yeah. got slices of cake and some pie to try and make up for it. So. Oh, now, now talk me through your choices. Well, I couldn't quite remember your cake preference. Well, mm. I actually, I know you like a coffee dessert and I couldn't find one single coffee flavored dessert in there. Can't bloody find one in this whole country of 50 no. states. Um, so the first choice, which I took a real risk on, was just a New York cheesecake slice. Mm. How do you feel about cheesecake? It's not the cake for me. 
cheesecake. That's what I thought, but uh, it really was one of the best options. Well, also, I lo- I, it's, a, it's a, a simple standard, so that makes sense. And then this one I bought purely based on the name alone because of Britney's album. It's the Chocolate Blackout Cake. Oh, okay, cool. I'm excited about that. Give me more. Give me. Also, I've got like a gorgeous little ice cream in the freezer. Tell you what, that with a little bit of ice cream. Well, I'll tell you what else would go nice with that ice cream is this, which is the crumble blueberry slice pie that I also bought you as well. Fascinating. Now, this is like America through the lens of LA in a dessert. Yep. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, I mean, we've really earwanded it today. Can I tell you my celebrity ear one story? Oh, please. So I was the one in Calabasas. Mm, okay. Kardashian land. Mm-hmm. And that one is next level ear one. Mm. And uh, I was, we were there, we were traveling somewhere and we got a sandwich and we sat outside and I was just saw these two girls skipping, skipping towards ear one, like <laughs> hand in hand. It almost looked as if they were dressed like they were doing a parody of... Woodstock, right? That was their vibe, and I was like, "What are these creatures?" It was Miley Cyrus. Oh wow! Yeah, Miley <laughs> Cyrus, and when she was dating or having fun with Brody Jenner's ex, oh, Caitlyn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever her name, I was yeah. going to say Caitlyn Moran, wasn't Caitlyn Moran? It wasn't Caitlyn Moran? No. <laughs> wasn't Caitlyn Jenner no. either? <laughs> Another Caitlyn. I'm gonna show you an image that I took when I was in there today. Oh yeah, and uh, I just want you to just describe it to oh, our okay. listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, part of the Irwan aesthetic, as I said before, gorgeous lighting, maybe some some fired tiles in the walls, like a mm. gorgeous floor. Tell you what, the counter at the till almost took a photo as inspo from a kitchen. Yeah, That's lovely countertops. Lovely countertops, mm. like a thick one, yeah. quality. Thick, dark kind of marble, right? Yeah, mm. or, or maybe like a, some sort granite. of composite granite, maybe mm. some sort of stone of the earth. Mm. Now, there are a lot of jars... Yeah. Whether it's a smoothie jar or a fucking Irwan branded Irwan branded mason jar with a soup in it. It'll be like called like grandma's chicken noodle soup and it'll be like a, an $18 soup yep. in a large jar. But what you do, much like in Scotland when you buy a, a glass bottle of Iron Brew, you keep that and you, you, well, you drink it, you consume it, you take it back to the store and you get some money for it. Right. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I, I took a picture of a soup display that because none of the jars have labels on them, so it's literally just <laughs> hadn't shelves hadn't even considered that shelves and shelves <laughs> of just glass jars filled with soup, so you can just see the soup inside of them, and the the chicken like the chicken vegetable soup looks disgusting in that glass jar. It looks so unappetizing, it, doesn't it? It does. It looks like gruel rations from like a wartime, or it looks like. Like prop um, vomit yes. from a soap opera. <laughs> you, you just put that in your mouth and you would like chuck it up. So that's ear one. So it got me to thinking, what is the UK equivalent? Mm. And it's it's a tough one because I don't know if there's anything quite as small and bespoke yet high level as that. Yeah. But then I remembered, and there's only one of them, the De Beauvoir Deli. Excuse Do you remember me? the De Beauvoir Deli? I don't think I ever went okay. to the De Beauvoir Deli. <laughs> looks looks like this on oh the outside. Oh my god, it's exhausting. It's... I'm so tired already. <laughs> okay, it's in this area of this very now exclusive, gorgeous area of London called De Beauvoir. In kind of oh my god, geographically, I don't know what you could even say it is. Is it near Hackney, De Beauvoir? It is, but it's also like kind of near. Angel and Islington. So it's kind of on that fringe of things. Right. 
I tried so hard to get into the De Beauvoir Deli and just to like it and enjoy <laughs> it. And I used to walk my final job in London. I walked past it every day on the way to work, on the way back. Could I get into it? No. As nothing. in you couldn't physically get into the store? No, or? I could physically get into the store, but nothing made sense. Right. Like like ordering a coffee there was like a trick. Like every, every <laughs> and like no item in the shelf actually made sense. It was like a solo item or something you'd put in a meal. Right. And it was super expensive, but it was also gorgeous. But it was like you needed like a secret code to unlock everything in there. Absolutely. Where you kind of go in and be like, the bird sings twice at Waterloo Station. They're mm. like, oh, flat white, sir. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> got it. And if you ordered a flat white, they're like, what's that? They'd be like, get out. Exactly. <laughs> so like a trap door opens underneath you and you just fall through to hell. So I think, and you end up, what, in a Tesco Metro? <laughs> <laughs> the UK equivalent of Irwan is de Beauvoir Deli. You're welcome. <laughs> So annoying. I'm excited about this dessert, though. And we are back. Okay, in the slight break there, we did try the year one desserts. Mm. The Britney blackout cake. It's Britney, bitch. Which, on, on closer reading, was gluten and dairy free. Yeah, it was... It, oh, no. Bad. It Ta- was real bad. Tasted like dirt. We threw it in the bin. We just threw it in the bin. <laughs> New York cheesecake, you're going to keep. Yeah. And that looks like it's got real sugar in yeah, it. That's so that's all be good. That's a natural treat. Meanwhile, the winner. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, it was America's own little slice of berry pie, whatever yeah, this is. Yeah, blueberry pie. Yeah. It was well done on that. We got Perfect. there. Perfect. Just, just having a little look, that slice of pie cost you $9.50. <laughs> I, I spent quite a lot of it. You one did. Today. <laughs> Babes, I feel honored. Oh, yeah. You're my birthday. You're my Aww, birthday, girl. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I just said, you're my birthday. I'm a little drunk. So we've done the US topic of Irwan. You're on the UK topic. What's it going to be? Oh, yeah. Just a little uh, little taste of something for you there. I know that sounded like, you know, an orca- orchestra, like a string orchestra descending from Mars. <laughs> that was the opening of... Right now by Atomic Kitten. And my topic today is going to be the girl band Atomic Kitten. I, I want to start off by saying that that I bought that CD single. Yeah. That would be a phenomenal karaoke song. Yeah. So I have to say, just on my re-listen to their back catalogue today, some really, really fun songs. Mm-hmm. Some well, kind of some I've... forgotten songs, some bad songs, and some songs that I think everyone thinks about that I think are really fun. Oh, well, there's a couple that I'm excited about. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I want to talk about Atomic Kitten. So, for any American listeners or any international listeners who do not know who they are... Argentina. They, Argentina. Shout out to you, my brothers and sisters, and everyone in between. Um, they are a girl band who came to fame in 1999 and kind of had the the bulk of their fame in the early 2000s, a.k.a. the best time for music ever made. Am I right, everyone? Yes, I'm right. <laughs> so they were first conceived in 1998. So these two, like, I don't want to get too much into it because it's boring and they're straight white men. Oh. But these two guys that were, like, in a band, they wanted a vehicle for their songs that they had written. But basically they wanted to have like a vehicle for some of their songwriting stuff. So they decided to put together a girl band. So the original lineup of Atomic Kitten in 1998 uh, was uh, Liz McLarnon, mm-hmm. full member forever. Um, Kerry Katona, mm-hmm. a big character on this podcast and our lives and everyone's lives in general. Yep. 
and Heidi Range. Oh, didn't yeah. know that. Original lineup was, yeah, Liz McClellan and Kerry Katona and Heidi from The Sugar Babes. And then according, so at this point they didn't have a name. And according to uh, my source, which I believe is wikipedia.com, mm-hmm. it says, <clears throat> this is about uh, Kerry. In her autobiography, Too Much, Too Young, colon, my story, comma, survival and celebrity, uh, Kerry Katona mentioned that they pondered names uh, as such as Exit and Honeyheads before settling on the name automatic kitten oh so apparently they were called automatic kitten to start with and then according to kerrigatona's book too much too young the story of my love survival and celebrity automatic kitten was a kind of fashion label that they liked but then when she went home and told her mum about the band her <laughs> her mother's friend was unable to pronounce automatic kitten and kept saying atomic kitten and apparently the name stuck after that <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so they are Atomic Kitten because one of Sue Katona's friends just being like, oh yeah, that's an Atomic Kitten, <laughs> which I love. Um, and then, so before they released any music, they, um, you know, they were kind of chugging along and then Heidi quit. And it says in this Wikipedia article because of artistic differences. Yeah. And she was replaced by Natasha Tash Hamilton. I'll be referring to her exclusively as Tash for the rest of this, uh, this segment. <laughs> Tash, I always thought that Tash had real like lion vibes. She did. Like with her hair. She's like a, just a big, like a lion. She did. Lion, a lioness vibe mm, for sure. Quite and quite that voice. Oh, well, quite a voice. We'll be, we'll be hearing a lot of my impressions of that voice throughout this, uh, this segment. So they basically, you know, they got it all together after that. That was the, the lineup. It was Liz, Kerry and Tash. Mm-hmm. Our Tash. <laughs> so they released their first song right now, which was released in November 1999. So we just heard a little, we'll hear a little yeah. bit of that now. I bought the CD single of this. This single didn't do very well. No. I thought, I remember hearing this and being like, this is it. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> this is for me. I was like, space alien sounds, string music, disco, and like a woman going, make me believe that you want it, baby. <laughs> oh, perfect. Come on, baby, do, do it to me good now. Do it to me slowly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be the one and only. Oh, yeah. Do it to me right now. Come on, baby, man. <laughs> so right now got to number 10 in the UK. Mm. Number 72 in Australia. Number seven, the 17 in Belgium and 40 in New Zealand. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, number 10. Not too bad. Fine. You know, it's it, that song is not a number 10 song. No, it deserved way more than that. Yeah. But Atomic Kitten, you know, they burst onto the scene with that. Just for any anyone that's not anyone that's not familiar with them, Atomic Kitten's brand is very, you know, they were all from the north of England. You know, Kerry Katona's from Warrington. Tash was from Liverpool. Liverpool? Not sure where Liz McLaren was from. Yeah. Or Liz, not sure. Somewhere yeah. else northern. Mm-hmm. Their brand was very like cheeky, brash northern gals having a good time. Yeah. Um, and so they followed their uh, song up with their second single, which is See Ya. Not See You, See Ya. So baby, see ya. I feel like we come into this problem a lot on our podcast when we're describing songs is that you don't like 
like novelty songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. It's like there's, it's, it's like how I still like Black Magic by um, Little Mix. You know, it's that kind of like, I like the songs that are also aimed at children. <laughs> um, and there's a fun, there's a fun little thing. So actually, apparently additional production of this song was done by Cutfather and Joe. And, you know, they're the ones that do the superior version of Full Moon by Brandy. Oh, important to us. <laughs> Very important. Because what you don't want is the album version of Full Moon. You want the Cutfather and Joe mix of the uh, num- Full Moon. The number of times in the early 2000s I was in a club, yeah. I requested Full Moon by Brandy and they played the wrong one. I'd be like, like, no, no not the album version, the Cutfather. You want the one that starts with... Um, and I liked that little detail. And then a great detail on the Wikipedia for this is the single was released around the time of Bewitched's final single, Jump Down. And as such, Atomic Kitten was regarded as many as their replacement. Mm. Also, Sia was uh, featured on the soundtrack for Bring It On. Oh, yes, that's right. But I do like the idea of just referencing Bewitched's song, Jump, Jump Down. Down. Which well, is... they, well, they wore dark denim in that <laughs> one, didn't they? Some leather. Yeah, just some leather patches and like some slightly more like grown-up tops. Yeah, mature. Mm. But I know that you and I, a big another little cornerstone of our friendship was the single Jump Down by Bewitched. <laughs> Couldn't sing a single word of it. Jump down, didn't live in love till now, and didn't did did do. Got it. <laughs> um, I will say in Sia, one of the things that makes me cringe every time I hear it is there's a line by uh, Liz where she says, "There's a line where she says about go fish, fish, and then she says, but you're still my instead of saying favorite dish, she says favorite dish to try and make it rhyme better." And Favorite it re- red dish. Yeah, and it like it makes my like shoulders go up every time I hear it. As much as let's fill up this clawfoot bath with bubbles. <laughs> I actually would much rather be in that clawfoot bath than having my favorite dish. Okay. What I will say, watching Atomic Kitten videos back, especially the first album's worth of videos, a lot of zooming in and out, so many fast cuts, you can't get a handle on anyone's face in those first few videos. Mm, interesting. Right now, well, I see her, it's just like... Woo, woo, maybe woo, they woo. knew not all the members were going to stay. Well, there we go. They followed up. They had a number 10 single called, uh, which came out after that, which is, Boom, I want your love. I want your love, baby. Yeah. That song's... Uh, that song's tough. I'm, I'm not a big fan of I Want Your Love. How do you no. feel about it? I've completely forgotten about it. it in, my, in my mind, it goes, Boom, I want... Your love, I want your loving, baby. Making you feel like you want yeah. it. That, yeah. I want your love. It's fine. It's fun. But I do think right now, not that we are, you know, unofficially ranking their singles, but right now is still tip of that top pile. Yeah. What a song. Then, <laughs> then they followed up with a very strange single. This is all still in the year 2000. So see ya. I want your love. And then the, the kind of, the single which almost broke them as a band is called... Follow Me. Do you remember this song? No. Okay, so I just played Ben the Follow Me video because we needed to really get into it. A lot of... Isn't there a lot of... I can only describe it as jerking around, isn't there? Mm. (laughs) A lot of dance moves which involve jerking your head around to it. Mm -hmm. So you don't remember that song at all, right? No. So this this song, this is what almost broke Atomic Kitten and made them just a, like, three-single wonder band. So Follow Me went in at number 20 in the UK and the record label was basically like, you guys are done. Uh, girls, can I see you in my office, please? <laughs> Were you just Nicola from, uh, yes. from Totally yes. Scott Lee? Yep. They'd be like, oh, they've got to see Nicola. Uh-huh. Fuck me, Atomic Kitten's 20. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they were 
they were in deep shit. Follow Me had been a huge flop and they had released the album right now, which had all of those singles on it. And basically the girls persuaded um, Virgin Records to let them release one more song. The the record the record label were like, fine, whatever, you can do one more single, but after that you guys are dropped. So because of that, for this single, the, this next single they had, they got like no marketing budget. They got literally like five pounds to, to shoot the video. Like they got nothing. Like they were, the, the record label was done. Virgin Records were like, see ya girls. See ya, mm-hmm. get it? <laughs> As they were getting ready to, to promote this single, Kerry Katona found out she was pregnant <gasps> and she left the band. Oh my God, there's no way they're going to succeed now. So they shot the video with Kerry, but then she left the band like just at the beginning of promoting it. So then they replaced Kerry Katona with Jenny Frost. Jenny the Frost. Now we're just going to put a pin in this single and this very suspenseful story, which everyone knows which song I'm talking about, even though I've not mentioned it yet. Put a pin in that. Let's talk about Jenny Frost for a second. Mm. Jenny Frost was a member of a, a previous girl band who represented <gasps> the UK in Eurovision. That's right. She was part of, again, another cornerstone of our friendship, the girl band Precious. Oh, Precious. Precious, who released three flawless singles, <laughs> including the Eurovision song, Say It Again. Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Say it again, say it again. <laughs> the almost note-for-note carbon copy ripoff of Baby One More Time called Rewind. Take it back in time, rewind. Arguably a song I prefer mo- over yep. Baby One More Time. Me too. Also, fun fact, I've told you before, Anya, who used to be in Precious, <laughs> is a Barry's Bootcamp instructor. And I always used to, ahead of class, tweet her and text her <laughs> just about Precious. And then finally she caved in and she played a dance remix of Rewind for me during a class. <laughs> and then um, also a very underrated single, which is called It's Gonna Be My Way. <laughs> filmed probably in the same beach as S Club 7's Natural (laughs) and uh, Louise's song uh, Light of My Life Black Sand Beach that beach (laughs) oh Emma Bunton (laughs) oh yeah take my breath away (laughs) so I mean that was a real precious detour that we had to take but it was well worth it also got to shout out Snog Marry Avoid (laughs) the the Jenny Frost fronted TV show I loved Snog Marry Avoid hello pod (laughs) Snog Marry Avoid Snog Mary Avoid is one of the most iconic, forgotten 2000s TV shows it's, ever. That show is the essence of all Hun culture. It really is. <laughs> Just a quick recap. What would happen is... <laughs> I'm pouring more drinks we'll bring, for this recap. Uh, we, we bring in um, Linda and she's got, Linda. A fun, she's got a funky look. And uh, they take a picture of Linda out onto the streets and they... And um, show it to lots of guys, and they vote whether they'd snog, marry, avoid her. Snog, marry, or avoid her. They show they... her the results, <laughs> then they give her a makeover or make under? Yeah, it was a make under. Make under. This was the first make under show. Mm-hmm. And then take the new picture out into the streets, and the person gets more, per- like, higher percentages of snog and marry. It's just a very judgy show. It's like, wear and do what you want. Who the fuck cares? I do remember Jenny Frost saying in interviews that she was really uncomfortable because like the whole show was about people wearing too much makeup and that she said that she was really aware that she was wearing a lot of makeup while she hosted it. <laughs> um, also, just another Jenny Frost diversion. My friend... Oh, maybe I shouldn't name her name. But basically a very early example of kind of trolling culture. A friend of mine was watching a Channel 5 entertainment correspondent show that Jenny Frost was hosting. Hmm. 
and my friend decided to be snarky Uh-oh. on the internet and tweet Jenny Frost's skirt was so short that she could see her knickers. And then Jenny Frost replied to the tweet and it just said, oops. <laughs> and still to this day, I sometimes send a picture of Jenny Frost with just the word, oops. <laughs> and she, oh, she just revealed her gender. They uh, say that still to this day, it makes them hot with shame. The thought that they got caught out Aww. trolling Jenny Frost for showing her knickers. <laughs> Early Twitter, no one knew what they were exactly. doing. Exactly. You can't just be trolling people like that. Right. Back to Atomic Kitten. Anyway, I'm taking that pin out of okay. these singles. So Pins bear out. in mind, about to be dropped, no money for a video, Kerry Katona ups and leaves, replaced by Jenny Frost from Precious, Atomic Kitten are about to go down the toilet. Well, what single did they release at this point? They released Hole Again. They released a song called Hole Again. In my Atomic Kitten re-listen from today, Hole Again is basically one of their worst songs. I don't understand what it is about this song that captured people's hearts and imaginations. Mm. But basically... Did something happen at the time? Maybe like, did a volcano erupt? (laughs) Was there like, was there something awful going on in the world and everyone just needed to rally around this song? I don't know. All all I know is that this song debuted at number one in the UK. And basically it was number one for four weeks. And it said, according to the, the stats for this, it increased in sales during every week that it was at number one, which is insane. So it was like, oh, this song's great. And then people were like, I, I've got to buy Hole again. Ah! And this is, this song is a real, like, I feel like the equivalent I can think of this for another girl band is the song Never Ever by All Saints. It's like just a completely fine ballad that like, really captured the hearts and minds (laughs) of a nation. Compared to like, much like again with with All Saints, where like I think I know where it's at is a far superior oh. song to Never Ever. Like oh, I know where it's at is an amazing song, but people are always like, oh, I love I know. I don't know, straight people. I think that's what that's what we're that's the unspoken thing we're not saying no. here is straight we, people like Hole again. We were busy buying all those CD singles. <laughs> we were investing, and then people are like, "Who's this girl band?" It's like, yeah, I know. I've already bought we're every four, single one of their singles. We're four CDs in, and there's been two lineup changes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I also bought every single single of Jenny Frost's previous Garbans lineup. Oh okay, God. everyone. Anyway, this song was such a huge hit that poor old Kerry Katona, who literally left the band thinking she was leaving a sinking ship, she weirdly left a, a ship that was sinking, then then suddenly got revived. <laughs> it was like the Titanic, those bulkheads didn't fill up and actually did sail to the other country in the new world, and Rose and Jack lived. It flew, it flew. It only <laughs> yeah. got to the top Like chitty chitty bang bang. Exactly. It literally grew wings and flew, flew. to New York. Yep. And Caricatona was like someone who just jumped off the ship as they hit the iceberg she and was, was dead gi- in the water. She was giving birth to that sprog. <laughs> <laughs> so then they were so successful that inexplicably... That song was still on their first album. Then they released another song from their first album, which was a cover of Eternal Flame. Oh my God, that song was huge as well. That song was also number one. Isn't that crazy? They had Hole Again and Eternal Flame. I actually quite liked their cover of Eternal Flame. So yeah, they recorded inexplicably a cover of Eternal Flame by the Bangles. What All I'll say about this song is it's actually pretty fun and I prefer it to the original. Um, and their aesthetic, which then became their aesthetic from there forever onwards, was, especially in this era, was white. And it was a white, yeah. a white top with... Um, 
a white vest top with like white uh, stretch like flared uh, trousers. Yeah. Very the Atomic Kitten aesthetic. And then this dance move, which how would you describe this dance move I'm doing? It's like a sort of like a hip swoosh and dip. Yeah. The hip swoosh and dish. Hip, hip swoop and dish. Oh my God, I'm a bit sure. drunk. And they followed it up with a single called You Are. Don't worry about that one. No. It was a flop. Um, it went to number 90 in the UK charts. Oh my God. After the, the smash hits of Hold Again and Eternal Flame. Then they finally released their second album. Yes, they did do a cover of The Tide Is High. Blah, blah, blah. That song was on there. Uh, there was a great, there was a double A side with this ballad called The Last Goodbye, which wasn't very good. But the other side of that double A side was Be With You. Right. Pause. Stop. Get that pin back. you is a phenomenal disco track i love this song i had it on cd single yeah i think i got it in my stocking yeah still getting stockings at that stage (laughs) apparently the video is gorgeous they're all just like it's very kylie light years era yes they're just lying around some light boxes there's a fan there's big tash has got big hair (laughs) our tash our tash has got big hair it's a great song Mm. I really want tonight to last forever. Then, a song that I wanted to talk to you about in a little bit more detail was uh, the song It's Okay. It sure is. It's more than okay. Now, this song had a particular video. Where was that video filmed, babes? This was definitely South Africa, wasn't it? It was indeed. This was, right, get your crocheted hat on. Yeah. I think it's like a crocheted decorative hat. Yes. There's a open top car, open top car convertible. <laughs> uh, we're going to hop in it and we're going to just drive down a winding road to a beach because that's our life now. And we're going to drive down. Was there like a, a beach party or a there, house the, party? There was, there's, there's a drive to the beach. Then there's, yeah, there's like a fire. Oh, like after. A, a bonfire on the beach party. Where we've been with at the like beach. like knitted, like knitted, uh, big knitted chunky jumpers, oh, like over the knee, over the yes. bare legs. Lovely. Like slightly ineffective because it's been summer. It's still warm, yeah. but it's a little bit chilly. Well, and when you've been out in the sun all day, you've been hot all day. And then when yeah. that night chill comes in, you get even colder. So you throw on that, that. I feel like someone was wearing like a chunky knit poncho in that video. Yeah. This feels, this is really, we're talking 2003. We're talking the era of the poncho. Mm, mm. That was my first year I, at uni was real poncho time. How's, uh, how's everyone's hair at this situation? Because I do think it's worth mentioning that Liz in particular loved like a stripy highlight or she has what i used to describe as badger hair yeah just like stripes just very thick stripes yeah yeah she had some some tough do's actually her toughest do was the for the first single that short hair that short hair that was she she had like a boy's haircut from like 1998 you know like a curtain that had a bit of volume at the side my hair she had like a kind of mushroom kind of haircut she had my hair and it, unfortunately, in the the right now video, she looks like the other two's mom. Anyway, those are the kind of big hitters. And then inexplicably, they have some singles later on, which did really badly. But inexplicably, their kind of last big release that got to number eight in the charts was just a cover of Ladies Night by Cool and the Gang. Yeah, I knew there was something annoying coming up. Something that would like soundtrack an ITV Saturday Night Tea Time special. Yeah. Where the audience would clap out of time, you know? <laughs> 
It's late. It's night. And the deal is right. And the floor, no, the, Dave, you're not clapping in time. The floor manager would be like, no, we want enthusiasm, but just in time. Oh, God. Okay, so just real quick. Speaking of ladies' night, I just want you to pick your favorite out of this selection of songs. So we have Cool and the Gang original version, oh. Ladies' Night. We have Atomic Kitten's cover of Ladies' Night. We have Samantha Mumba's not album version, released version of Baby Come On Over Tonight, which sampled This Is Our Night Tonight, Everything's Gonna Be Alright, taken from Ladies' Night. Or finally, the uh, song Not Tonight, open brackets, Ladies' Night, close brackets by Little Kim featuring Missy Elliott, DeBrat, Left Eye and Angie Martinez. Ange? Wow. I... I, I gotta go with Samantha Mumba. I agree. Although a strong close second is the little Kim one. Okay. Have you heard that song in a, in a while? No, I haven't. So I've just played for Fraser the M and E K M neck. M neck, thank you. M neck. M neck remix of Holiday by Little Mix. And I think it also samples Ladies Night. But just one word, which is wild. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> well, I mean. No, I, wait a minute. Make this a night to remember. Get I'm ready. ready. Tonight, Tonight. Oh, that's not ladies night. Oh, is sorry. It? Okay. Well, the, the crown goes back to Samantha Mamba. <laughs> sorry, little mix. You could go off stage. <laughs> Samantha Mamba's now going to perform her award-winning song. Oh, and that bit that bit comes in at the it's like the bridge before the drop is it? It's that she this is your night tonight. Everything's going to be all right. Baby, come on over tonight. What great. Oh, what great. great <laughs> I've lost the ability to speak. Oh. That's kind of Atomic Kitten's musical career. I, I, what what then happened to them is they they disbanded. They all kind of became like varying levels of success of kind of media figures, mm-hmm. especially Kara Katona, who is arguably st- the most famous one of all of them. Yep. Um, they reformed on the show The Big Reunion oh. in the late two thousands, which is like a, was a very big deal with that lineup, which is, which was the not original lineup, but the Kara Katona lineup, yes. the big lineup. Um, and then on that show, Tash. Got with Richie Neville from Five. Yeah. And they were together for a bit. I think they had a kid. No longer together. It's didn't fine. they open, open a coffee shop? Did they? Java. I feel like they opened a coffee shop. I feel like I watched a video. You, I thought you said it to me. Rich, rich and Taff's, Rich and Tash's cup you, of... I swear you sent me... Cup of Java. I swear you sent me a YouTube video of Tash doing like a tour of her coffee shop. Oh. In like Liverpool. That sounds lovely. Hmm. 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 Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> Um, there's a lot to talk about, even those, even every single person that's been involved in this band, there's a lot to talk about them individually, but we're running out of time, so I won't be able to get into it. So, um, I had a, quite a tricky time thinking of the US equivalent of Atomic Kitten. Um, so I decided to not think about musically who it would be, but rather, um, the, the kind of level of fame of the members and the impact on Mm. the culture. Okay. So even though I don't really know their music, I started thinking about inexplicably about um the band 3lw that's where my head was going there were three of them yeah because there was three of them the music the genre is very different but also they had kind of a, a lineup that changed yeah. um they had and then they had the member adrian balion who was who joined another band and then also is kind of the caricature of that group is arguably like when i with rob be, kardashian yeah would be booked on like what's the um not the not the view the talk the is it talk the talk or the real the real yeah she's on one of those shows like which again is exactly what Kerry Katona would be on if any of the the yeah. atomic, atomic kids and girls were around so yeah I I think strangely enough that the U S equivalent of Atomic Kitten is three LW you're welcome. 
getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises. Looking at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers. You treat me like a lady when you open doors and doors. <laughs> Oh, well, babes, it's good to be back. It's good to be fully vaxxed on my side. You're all, I mean, you're not there yet. Fully and half vaxxed and ready to party. That's mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah. Do get in touch on our Instagram. You're welcome, America. On our Twitter, you're welcome, USA. You can drop us an email. Yeah, at your welcome, America podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and let us know about Air One and Atomic Kitten. Love to hear some missives from the void. Yeah, I would love, love to know if you know some of our wonderful listeners in the states that aren't new york or california if atomic kitten ever just made made their way into your ear you mm. know when you were growing up i feel like i feel like a midwest gay would have would have heard those opening strings of right now i feel like that would have penetrated through to them <laughs> what <laughs> much like janet jackson's feedback like a dog whistle but just for gays exactly it was heard around the world no one else <laughs> well cheers babes cheers To us being back. Happy birthday. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.